Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You are my protector and you are my provider and my deliverer. There's no other help I know. You are my protector and you are my provider and my deliverer. There's no other help I know.
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Good evening. We have all the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. Or you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the show live there. Go to uh, When you go to the Blog Talk Radio website, look at the top left-hand corner. You'll see the live tab there. Just tap on that tab, and all of the shows that are on the website will appear. And on every page, there are at least 20 shows that are airing live at this hour. And when I just checked before we came on the air, there's over 1,700 shows on that website. And you will find this show tonight on page one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Out of 1,700 shows, this show is on page one. Thank God. Amen. And also... If you'd like to send your questions or comments for my emails, I'll be your questions or comments into my co-host on this broadcast. You can send it to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can call Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ, and if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, now on tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special edition that we have every third Tuesday of the month. And we also have a special edition uh, next Tuesday with the Kelly Fletcher show. But on tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, this is a new production, uh, Dr. Antherical Lane from Cincinnati, Ohio. She's a board certified obstetricianist and gynecologist. From the, She serves with the Great Road Church of Christ there in Cincinnati, Ohio. She has a new show that will be airing on the Stephen B's media production called A Conversations Lane. I think you're really going to enjoy what you're hearing from Dr. Lane. Take it away, Dr. Lane. Enjoy your listening experience, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Stephen R. Butler, a.k.a. Stephen B. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Stevie B. Media Productions presents, in collaboration with Lane Media and Photography, a special presentation of what a Word from the Lord Radio Show, featuring Conversations with Dr. Lane, hosted by Dr. Antherica Lane, board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist. Conversations with Dr. Lane, where health and life intersect. Are you ready to learn to live a life that is overflowing with victory and empowerment? Welcome to Conversations with Dr. Lane. Dr. Lane is a board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist. She is committed to addressing health holistically from the mind, body, and soul. Hi, this is Dr. Antherica Lane with Conversations with Dr. Lane. Let's talk about those things that we do not have time to discuss during an appointment. Let's talk about your finances, business, education, relationships. 
If I can empower you to make healthy decisions in these areas, I am convinced your mind will be more focused and more open to a conversation about your health. Turn up the volume. Get ready for conversations with Dr. Lane. Hello, this is Dr. Antherica Lane with Conversations with Dr. Lane, where life and health intersect. We are so excited to be joining the Pure Essence TV family. We can be watched on your Roku right in the comfort of your home. You also can find this show on the Lane Women's Health On Demand YouTube channel and Lane Media and Photography YouTube channel. We're excited to bring you up-to-date information that's relevant to your life and your health. We are going to have a fantastic show for you tonight. Stay tuned. Let's go. Well, hello, this is Dr. Antherica Lane with an episode of Conversations with Dr. Lane. We have another interesting show for you tonight. I always like to think about health very holistically or comprehensively. And really, Conversations with Dr. Lane is really where life and health intersect. And what better conversation that impacts our life than transportation? Today, we have an exciting guest. His name is Harold Taylor. Harold Taylor is an e-vehicle or an electric vehicle consultant. Let's bring Harold on. Hi, Hello, Harold. Hey, Harold. How are you doing? It's so good to see good. you. Good. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for joining the show this evening. I really hope that we can really demystify electric vehicles tonight. Or today? Yes, yes, for sure. So, first of all, what made you become an electric vehicle consultant, and what is an electric vehicle consultant? Well, I'll start off by telling you what an electric vehicle consultant is first. Short answer is somebody who likes electric vehicles and decides to, hey, talk about them all the time and consult with different parties, like if... uh, uh, people want to buy an electric vehicle and they need a little help education. Well, I'm the person they come to. Sometimes um, there's companies that need education, and I'm the person that they come to. The way I started off was completely weird and strange. Uh, started off when I was a kid. Uh, I used to race electric cars. Um, I used to like racing cars, and I would race slot cars, and they were great. They were fast and They were pretty much quiet unless you crashed into somebody. And, um, but then when I grew up, I had to sort of help my dad work on some of our cars. We had used cars in the family and we had to keep them running. And so that entailed a lot of mixing of gas and oil. And that was kind of sloppy and messy. And I always thought, man, I wish I could have an electrical car. So it wasn't until I was an adult that electric cars actually came out and they're easy to or somewhat easy to obtain 
And so I sort of morphed into electric vehicle consultant. And sort of that's a fast story of how I got here. Okay. All right. Great. So really started at a very young age. Now, are you personally an owner of an e-vehicle? Yes, I have an electrical vehicle. I've owned, I've been driving electric uh, since 2013. And in that time, do you feel that you have proven the savings that's always talked about with driving electric versus gas? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When we first made that change uh, back in 2013, there was not that many electric vehicles around, and there was pretty much no real charging stations. Uh, we charged at home in the garage. Um, at that time, I was driving. I had a job where I had to commute about 75 miles one way, so 150 miles round trip. Uh, my first electrical vehicle had a range of about 180 so I charged up at night and had a full tank in the morning, uh, drove to work and drove back home, plugged it in, and I was ready for the next day. And so we, making that change uh, really saved us a lot of money uh, because we didn't have to spend a lot on gas anymore. Fairly, I guess it was cheaper than it is now back in 2013, but uh it was it was still considered expensive back then, and uh, so you know, that made a big difference. And I've been driving electric since then. So let's talk a little bit about the running out of charge possibility. I mean, how do you really keep from running out of charge? I, I think about my schedule sometimes, and I am just like all over the place. I mean, how do you keep from running out of charge? And if you do run out of charge, is there some kind of contingency built in? So basically, most people are, uh, it's, it's the, the term for that is basically range anxiety. And nowadays, you have uh, electric vehicles that can go anywhere from um, like the lowest is 80 to 100 miles range to up to 520 miles on, one, on a full charge. Um, that's where an EV or electric vehicle consultant comes in handy because they know the different um, ranges for the different models out there. And you basically go over what your normal driving habits are and you try to get a car that someone uh, likes how it looks and likes how it drives, but also has the range that they need in order to do the things that they do most of the time. We sort of try to do a... 90% uh, of the time to 10%. So 90% of the time you just go back and forth to work or back and forth to the grocery store, 10 or 20 miles. Other people, as in my case, I used to drive a lot to go to work. I needed a range that my first car had a range of 180 miles. So if I drove the 150 miles to and from work, I was still good. Basically, you come home, you plug it in uh, in your charger at night, it fills up overnight, you get up, and you've got a full tank. So you usually don't really, if, if you charge yourself up, if you have a plan, you usually don't run out of charge. Now, if you're on a trip uh, going, say, for instance, from the East Coast to the West Coast, some of the electric vehicles, uh, or most of them, have a navigation system that has the charging stations built in, and their charging stations 
situated all over the country now. So this is really a great time to get an electric vehicle because you, you're not a pioneer. It's already been explored. They have a lot of stations out there. And as long as you do what you normally do, which is to have enough charge to get to the next charger, you're fine and you don't run out of charge. I can just tell you that when I was a, a young adult driving a gas car, um, I basically never uh, ran out of gas. And the reason why is when I got to a half a tank of gas, I would go to the gas station and fill it up. If I was on a road trip and I was at a half a tank, I started looking for gas uh, or keeping an eye out for gas. And then uh, if I had gotten down to a fourth of the tank, I would definitely stop no matter what, no matter what the cost was. And so I never ran out of gas, uh, ever. But I've been in a car that's run out of gas or cars that have run out of gas four times. So if you just go in and plug in your car, you will not have that problem. And if you do a long road trip, uh, the car will help you or there are apps out there where they will show you where the charging stations are and you shouldn't uh, run out of uh, charge or fuel, but some people still do. And if that happens, that's why you still have AAA and the other um, people out there to help come sort of rescue you so that they can take you to a charger. Right. Okay. All right. So since we're talking about charging, how does the home charge technology work? Is, does something need to be installed, and does it raise your electric bill? So there's there's three different types of chargers. Um, you have one of those chargers at home already, and that's just the three prong plug. Uh, that will. I have friends uh, who have gone for several years with an electric vehicle who just use the three-prong plug in their garage to charge, and you get about four miles per hour. But they only went maybe five or ten miles a day. They didn't really go that far, and that's great for them. The next step up is something called a level two charger, where an electrician will install like a dryer plug in your garage, which most of the time is not that expensive. Um, and then you can plug in uh, your charger uh, and then plug that into your car, and you can get about 25 miles uh, per hour charge. And that's basically what you do overnight. And it usually takes care of most of your uh, fueling issues if you come home and just plug it in. That's, that's the key to uh, this is to have a habit to come home or wherever you are and plug in so that you're good and ready to uh, set off on your trip or set off on where you need to go the next day. And then if you're on a long road trip, uh, you want to have uh, access to what's called DC fast chargers or level three chargers. They charge really fast. They can give you about 120 to 140 miles in about 20 to 30 minutes which is what you need when you're on a road trip. And, and of course, some people say, well, gosh, I got to wait 20 or 30 minutes. Well, in those 20 or 30 minutes, you go to the bathroom, you take care of other business, and some people uh, will go eat at a restaurant. It really doesn't hinder you that much. Uh, you, and most, most of the time, even when you're younger, you still, your bladder is only 
can last probably 150 miles anyway. So you have to make, make a stop. Do you have an interest in recording? Do you need help taking your music from a thought to reality to full production, including videos and distribution? Finally get those songs finished. To take your music to the next level, text or call JT at 513-833-0182. That's JT Emerson at 513-833-0182. Right. So, so when I drive... We're going to switch gears a little bit. When I drive, I'm really all about the experience. Like, uh, when I was younger, it didn't matter so much. But then my husband, he introduced me to various vehicles that now I'm all about the experience. And I really wonder if that driving experience, is it compromised in some way by going electric? Well, the driving experience, I think, is actually better um, one of the things about an electric car is that the you have instantaneous torque. So once you push down on the accelerator, you take off. There's no basically there's no gears to go through. So it's a full you know all speed ahead, uh, zero to sixty really fast if you want to. There are also times that you don't want to go that fast and you just don't push on the accelerator as much. But all the changing of the gears and the little hesitation that you find in some of the other cars because they have to go through a transmission, you don't have that with an electric vehicle. So that experience is great. It's quiet. Some people feel like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's too quiet. I like the sound of the engine. Well, if you get into, if you get a chance to drive and experience electric vehicle, I'm pretty sure you will not mind that you don't have the engine noise anymore. And some automobile companies have decided that, hey, still need that noise. So they'll pipe in um, the engine sound, sort of a, um, a loop type of engine sound inside the cabin so you can feel like you're, you know, changing gears and all, but you're still driving an electric vehicle. Hmm. So the experience is great. It's uh, usually a smooth ride. The car is really, uh, the car is safe. Batteries are mounted low. And so that gives it a very, very low center of gravity so they don't roll over as, as much as uh, regular gas cars. And they sort of like stick to the ground. It's, it's, I don't know if you've heard a racer's expression that, that um, driving on rails, it's because they, the car sits, stays on the ground and it turns when you want it to turn because of that low center of gravity. So the experience is great. Wow, that definitely sounds like something I need to test drive for sure. So, so you're uh, you're definitely doing your job here as a consultant for <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, one of the thoughts that I had as I considered an e-vehicle is just the overall technology and what are the chances that the technology of my e-vehicle will become obsolete and then it has no trade-in value. Like, what are your what are your thoughts about that? So the so since 2013 there have been a lot of different uh, EVs to come out and there are more EVs coming out in the future. There's still I just the other day uh, last week I saw a car from back in 2013 still on the road still going strong. Um, they're you know they're still out there they're still going. 
So even though the technology may be a little old, that car is still good for somebody. It may, it may, you may keep it for its lifetime, or you may sell it and it goes on the used car market. And somebody who just needs to go from point A to point B, like going to the grocery store, doing a little few errands, they can use that car. You can uh, use that money to get a new, brand new car. Say that you need to, you know, travel across the United States, or, or you travel further, and you wanted some fancy um, upgrades. Uh, it's, it's the cars are, are basically, um, they're great. They're great, and they, um, they have a lot of, they still keep their value. It's just a deep uh, difference in their value. Awesome, awesome. Well, as you know, I'm a physician, and we cannot wrap up our conversation without really understanding in this conversation where life and health intersect and why choosing an e-vehicle really can be a health decision. What are your thoughts about that? Well, it's, it's a health decision because with gas vehicles, you have a lot of emissions. Uh, you hear about it on the news all the time, but basically to really hone in on the point is when you stand by a car or stand by a bus and you stand by the tailpipe, you get all choked up. That's because of chiclet matter and uh, greenhouse gases and um, that affect both uh, your lungs and your heart uh, in the long run and it contribute to air pollution. So with the electric vehicle, there are zero emissions from the tailpipe because it doesn't have a tailpipe. They do not burn gas. They're more efficient. And so by switching over to electric vehicles, you get a chance to sort of clean up their environment. You don't have to be an environmentalist. You can just be somebody who wants to have a nice uh, car, a quick car, an efficient car, that car that saves you money, and it happens to help the, the planet, too, and helps your fellow man. But you may not care about that, but you can still buy an EV, and you can care about all the other um, parts of a car. Definitely, definitely. So uh, as we come to a close on our conversation, I have to ask you, who do you think has the best e vehicle? Or give me maybe the top three that you really, really like. So that's going to be a tough question because there are a lot of EVs out there. And this comes across, this is, this is a question that's asked all the time. And the best EV for you is the one that you're going to like driving, how it handles and what it has inside. So there's, there's EVs for families. Like if you have two or three kids and you have to have some car seats, you need to have an EV that's going to accommodate that. If you're somebody who's going to go racing on the weekend, but also use their car to drive to work, then you will have a different kind of car. There are cars that sort of have a spacious, uh, minimalistic uh, uh, interior, and then there's cars that have all the bells and whistles. And you can, uh, you can get cars in a lot of different form factors now. So I, I I'm hesitant to say which one is the best. There's certain car companies, uh, electric vehicle car companies that have been out longer, but everybody is sort of introducing cars, uh, electric vehicles now, 
and they have trucks coming out now. So you can go from sedan to SUV to crossovers to trucks. And so that almost covers the wide spectrum of um, cars out there. So the my best advice is that you should probably uh, test drive a car, see what if it fits your family, uh, fits yourself, how you drive, your driving style, how far you have to go, and use it for 90% of the time. If you if you try to do the 100%, then you're probably buying too much car uh, or too much truck because you know well you have that one time that you want to drive all the way to California, maybe once every three years. Well, if you're going to do that, you just either EV or go a different way. But 90% of the time, you're probably going to go to work, go grocery shopping, go to events. Those are sort of fairly reasonable places around uh, so that you don't have to sort of get too much car. Got it, got it. Wow, Harold, this has been great. I really, um, I'm even more excited to to start shopping for an e-vehicle. I, I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to go in that direction, but I'm definitely, after this conversation, I'm definitely going to go look and see what the options are and definitely need to test drive. That might actually be my deciding factor. It's just the driving experience. I'm really excited about that. Right, and and nowadays... The uh, range and prices for new EVs are anywhere from 20000 on up. For used EVs, 10000 on up. And in 2023, you're going to have the um, IRA, which is the Inflation Reduction Act, which will give you some rebates, uh, tax credits, in order to um, you know, change uh, into um, electric vehicles. So there's a wide variety of vehicles out there and they're you know my number one point nowadays is to tell people that they're very very safe safer than gas cars because of the low center of gravity they don't roll over there's uh, ample space and crush zones so you have a lot of safety in electric vehicles that you don't necessarily have in gas cars since big engines that potentially can come back into the passenger compartment Wow, that's a that's a very important po- point. Very important to address issues related to safety and and e vehicles and even some of the uh, financial benefits from a tax standpoint. Um, so that is that is absolutely excellent, Harold. Well, thank you so much for your time this evening. I really learned a lot. I hope our audience learned a lot. Where can audience members find? e-vehicle or electric vehicle consultants? Well, uh, probably your best bet is to uh, check in with some of the local electric vehicle car clubs. Like around Cincinnati, you have Drive Electric Cincinnati, you have Drive Electric Dayton, you have Drive Electric Columbus, and then in the um, Kentucky region, you have Evolve Kentucky, which is evolveky.org. And they have drivers there that will sometimes even let you test drive their cars in case the dealerships or the uh, sales centers don't have cars to drive. They are owners, so they will tell you all the ins and outs, the pros and cons. And that's that's probably the best way you can find uh, EV consultants and people to help you in your 
electric vehicle journey. I'd like to speak to you this evening on the topic, The God of My Valleys. This is a very dear subject to me, based on Psalms 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Notice he uses the word valley. That's a metaphor that we really want to highlight. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. That's wonderful to know that we go through our valleys, but when we go through our valleys, we must not fear. 2 Timothy, the first chapter, verse 7, says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If God didn't give you the spirit of fear when you're in your valley, then it must be the devil. So we are either in a valley, coming out of a valley, or going into a valley. Valleys are inevitable. All of us will go through them. When I look at the Bible characters in the Bible, I remember occasion in Deuteronomy, the 11th chapter, and verse number 11, where it talks about the children of Israel. It says, the promised land, God says to those who are about to get it, the promised land you are about to enter is the land of hills and valleys. So in life, we have mountaintops and we have valleys. And it appears that when we're in the valley, we're in our lowest point. And that's when Satan will attack us. But we, we're going to have faith that we're going to overcome. And God is going to be with us in that valley. And he's going to give us the victory. Faith observed in optimism daily. You've just been served soul food. This has been another episode of Conversations with Dr. Lane. We are so happy that you have tuned in. Please click, share, subscribe, follow. We want you to share all of this information that you are going to get through this episode tonight. I'd like to thank Harold Taylor for joining us. I'd like to thank my technical producer, Marvin Lane, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Do you have a business or event that you would like to promote? You can advertise during the Conversations with Dr. Lane online show and podcast. Do you need a digital graphic or a voiceover? We've got you covered. Contact our Director of Digital Promotions for pricing now at lanemediaphoto at gmail.com.
You are listening to Stevie B and Dr. Antherica Lane on What a Word from the Lord. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.
Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Is your congregation in need of lending for a building or expansion project? As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific needs. It's an exciting time for your congregation. And what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665 or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com. This is a program reminder. Stevie B's Media Production presents. We're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. The telephone number to the live show is 713-955-0508. And the website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. On Tuesday evening, the What a Woman Lord radio show will air every second Tuesday, every third Tuesday, and every fourth Tuesday of the month. The second Tuesday of the month, the show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we will have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Churches of Christ who will be making the proclamation of the Gospel of Christ, and during that show, we have a, the Community Corner segment for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services for our communities. I have four co-hosts on this show, Lou Gilbert, he's the evangelist for the Overbrook Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Isa Mullins, he serves with the Church of Christ in Cary, North Carolina. And Kelly Fletcher, she serves the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana. And Dr. Etherica Lane, she serves the Great Road Church of Christ there in Cincinnati, Ohio. And every third Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, my co-host, Dr. Etherica Lane, she's a board-certified obstetricianist and gynecologist. And she served the Gray Road Church of Christ there in Cincinnati, Ohio. She has a church show, The Conversations with Dr. Lane. That's the show that you heard on tonight. And then on the fourth Tuesday of the month, my co-host, Kelly Fletcher, she has the Kelly Fletcher Show. That show will air from 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then on Thursday evening, I'm hosting a live show, the Gospel Light Radio Show. That show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And there are seven co-hosts on that show, Clay Phillips, Dr. Frank Washington, Steve Cora, Robert Lee Johnson, Glenn McMillian, Courtney Brothers, and Brian Christian Coleman on this show. These co-hosts will be presenting lessons from the Word of God. And each week I have two of my co-hosts on the air with me. I'm also taking a question from my social media platform called Shout It Out. I'll be posing to my co-hosts on that live show as well. And then on Friday night, I'll be hosting a live show, Stevie B's Apollo Gospel Music Blast. That show will air from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And that show is the 2022 recipient for the Nakama National Academy of Fish Stock Music Artists Award for Outstanding Achievement in Record or Radio. On this show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, the sweet sounds of voices. And every third Friday of the month, I'll be 
Hope you're doing a top 20 countdown show for the month of January. That'll be, about, that'll be my first top 20 countdown show for the year 2023. We also have my on-demand episode. You can go to the variety, wherever you're getting your, plat, your podcast from, go to the variety of musical platforms and listen to these podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, and YouTube, just to name a few. Also, have a recorded version that you can listen to on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and on iHeartRadio, Deezer, and Amazon Music. Just search for Stevie B's recorded version shows. We want to thank all of our sponsors who are sponsoring these radio shows. If you would like to become a sponsor, just contact my sponsorship manager, Michelle Marco, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Her telephone number is 954-687-4705. The three E's of Stevie B Media Production is the objective of this broadcast. We want to educate, we want to edify, want to encourage you in the study of God's Word. And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Thinking about what you've done for me in my life, I just want to say what you really mean to me. You're my everything, my joy and peace. You're the reason why I sing. Lord, I don't deserve anything you've given me, so I just gotta say thank you. Whoa, what's nice for your love and grace, so I just gotta tell you this.
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.